Plus. Welcome to this episode 274. I'm here with David and Lewis. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and uh, from the from the results that just happened to us, you wouldn't think that David would be at a party, but he's he's having some festivities that back. It sounds back there. I'm always partying, man. Okay, I'm always partying. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All just, right. Well, I mean, what, hey guys, what, thank you for. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? What am I? Huh? Saying, what else am I gonna do? Huh? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. What can you do right now as a Galaxy fan? To be honest, uh, we're back another week. Uh, probably reviewing two games, but I know right now we're just feeling the one that just happened in this midweek on Wednesday against Vancouver. Um, yeah, man, how are you guys doing? I feel like I have like so little to say now. Like I just like. <laughs> Well, I mean, we really can't bring anything new to the table, right? I mean, this isn't, at least for me personally, it's not surprising. It's not um, something that I should be, I shouldn't already be expecting. It's still embarrassing, but it's, uh, as I said, it's expected. I've been numb to this for a while. So, like, none of the losses or just the way that we play really hurt anymore. Which is sad in itself because, you know, that's how far down I've gone and how far this team has gone. Um, the the Galaxy uh, lose to Vancouver tonight. So as of right now, they snap their six-game unbeaten streak. But the fact of the matter is, is that though the positive outlook <laughs> was that the Galaxy were unbeaten six, it certainly did not feel that way. Like, I honestly did not feel... Absolutely not. Did not at all feel that the Galaxy were undefeated in six games because the way that they have played didn't really show that they were in control of those games and they weren't really the dominant team, per se. And most of those draws... But... Were, but they could have been wins. It could have been wins. The games, oh, even with the, even with the, what you're saying, those could have those they, should have they been could wins. Have. Two of those games should have been and, wins. And we blew and a, we blew. Why, No, no, I was gonna say that. That's why you don't feel like we were on a six game unbeaten streak because all, most of those games could have been wins. Like we could, we had the chances, we had the opportunity, everything. It could have been wins in those, and that, and I think that's why. That feeling isn't there. Of, um, you know, it doesn't feel like they're. I, I, I know I didn't feel it. I knew that that streak was there, but it doesn't feel like it was. It should have been. Well, yeah, because we kept hearing it. <laughs> it was, it was spoken of quite a few times. Every time we, you know, we, we, we skim through without a loss. Um, but it definitely was. I mean, like, like I said, it, there was many games there that we should have won. You know, whether it be a decision or two. Um, within a game, it could have, could, we could have won, even if we didn't play so well. You know, we could have got the, that win. Uh, I mean, as for today, I mean, I thought we started off pretty, like exactly like you would want it to be, with such great possession and you, mostly on their side in the first half, mm. even though yeah. we had no bite, like but, literally but, no bite, and that's, and, and and that's what bit we, us in the end because we had to take that, we had to take take advantage of those moments, right. that whole first half. Get those and goals. How, long, in there. How, how many minutes? How many minutes into the game was it that I text you guys and I said this? This feels like the game where we're just going to possess for long stretches and then get scored on. But that's that, that's basically what the Galaxy have been through, 
Like, yeah. especially since Ricky Pooch has come in, it's like, hey, and, you're controlling possession, but you're not controlling the game. I you're, mean, nobody's, you, you nobody's have, really matching the pace of his play either. Well, I mean, let's just be honest. The guy is 100% the best player on the field. He is the most and, technical. He is the most skilled and gifted. Um, yeah. And he either has to wait for everybody to catch up to him or he's got to or he's got to get or he has to dumb himself down to where the galaxy players are maybe he's yeah. too far advanced for him but i, I just it's uh i, I was uh, before i we, we started recording here i was on the uh, the, the spaces that was hosted by uh, edgar from from nag news and wow. um and they uh they they had mentioned something about Pooj, like his attitude his 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 um facial expressions his 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 body language has certainly changed from the moment that he arrived right he was very happy he was excited you know he's scoring golazos and pasazos and all the stuff and the guy's just like having a good old time and now all of a sudden that smile is gone and you know the frustration has kicked in the anger is kicked in you can see when he was like nope i'm taking this penalty kick we're gonna talk about that in nashville like nope i'm taking this shit like you're not taking this i'm this is me you know taking it away from both chicha and Jovalich. So the attitude and the demeanor of Puj had changed. And um, I didn't get to chime in on that because I knew we were going to start recording. So I didn't want to uh, jump in. But, you know, I know that the hope was that everybody would, or that Puj would rub off on everybody um, and that Caceres would rub off on everybody and elevate the defense and all the players around them and make that playoff <laughs> push. But the truth of the matter they, is, they didn't. They didn't account for Chase Gasper. Uh, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, when you go to hell, for lack of better terms, <laughs> when you go to hell, you don't change the devil. The devil changes on, you, and Pooj is definitely gonna get sucked into that hellhole. He's not but, breaking okay, anybody so out what, because what have I said? No, no, no. But what's the nobody can be successful? What's the expectation here, Lewis? Is Ricky Pooj comes in and. He's happy. Like, what's the expectation? Is he going to come in and be, like, aggressive and mad and, like, on people's asses right away? No. He's like, that's, that's not him. Is he going to be happy that we're blowing, uh, you know, good opportunities? And he's playing next yeah. to a guy who can't, who doesn't even know how to fucking run? Like, w w what's the expectation here? I don't think – I think you read too much into it and it's too quick to say, oh, he's, we've, we've ruined this kid already. Yeah, in I three agree. Games. I think, no, no, I no. Think That's every, hyperbole. I think, I think all the – yeah, I think all the behavior mm -hmm. is normal. Like, it's basic. It's completely like – That's somebody who's right starting to buy in and give a shit about the team. I never said you – know, like, I, I never said that. That's what you want. The thing is that Pooj is going to be – Pooj is going to be obviously not as um, – big of a star or grab the attention the way Zlatan did. But that's it's basically going to be that type of situation where you know that Puj is going to stand out on the field. Even in defeat, he still stands out in the field. He is still by far, even if this was his statistically worst game of the season, he was still probably the only was, player that was genuinely trying to do anything was, and was, tr try to up, like, kind of, you know, jumpstart. Like, dude, somebody shoot. Somebody make a run. Somebody yeah. do like, I mean, anything. He was the only one trying to do something. And again, that frustration is there. And obviously there's frustration all over. I'm, I'm assuming the locker room, but I'm not, but he's, he's going to be basically like Zlatan. He's got, he, he's everyone. He's going to be the star of the field. You know, he's never going to be subbed off. 
Like he's your best player by far. I mean, you take him out, and this somehow this he got. Well, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, but, but, but that was <laughs> that was the white flag, right? That was the white flag. In which case, in which case, yes, that's probably what you should be doing. And, and I will say, and I will say too that um, that I thought that yeah, Pooj didn't have that great of a game. Like he had no. some good, he had some really strong and good moments. He had that, some bad passes. But to yeah, yes. that did not connect. He had a lot of bad passes. <laughs> yeah. He had bad passes. He had bad, uh, just yeah, you know, anytime he passed the ball to Cabral, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. But also, what I've noticed is MLS players really go at him, man. Like they clip him oh, hard, wow. they hit him but hard. The, but the sure. guy that's is like, oh, that was Oof. that was the Vancouver coach. But that's like, I mean, I'm, I'm, players. That's expected, though. That's expected, right? Exactly. Like you're you're in a physical league. You're a guy who's like five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing, who has yeah, all the technical skill, pounds maybe, a hundred and skill. You know, a hundred percent skill at most. <laughs> Of course you're gonna go in there and boss him around. Of course you're gonna like you know be as physical well, as you can to take him off the ball. Honestly, like I felt like I felt like he handled most of those pretty well. Yeah. No, he always does. Yeah, he I, thought, does. I thought he handled just, that well. I'm just but, stating that, like, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's the strategy of a te- of a team that you know you can't match in on on skill. You go after and and make it very difficult for those skillful players to. To play their game, and Lewis at the, at the very beginning, at the very top, I wanted to chime in, but I didn't get a chance to write, write when you said it. Um, you said that you know we're not going to really bring any new um, opinions or anything here, but I'll, um, I'll I'll give I'll give a slightly a slight change to to sort of the stuff that I've been saying um, in in previous weeks. Uh, uh, Vanny Vanny has changed my mind a little bit. Um, I'm I'm fully starting to lean toward Vanny is not the right coach for this team. Um, and it's the decision-making, it's the substitutions, it's the way he has them set up and playing. Like, the the slow, methodical, with no real switch in The slow without methodical. It's, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the slowness, it's the... It's the... You know, like uh, so many times, I saw the Galaxy players passing and and moving into the positions that Vancouver was already starting to occupy. So, like they didn't, they either didn't have the wherewithal and the and the, the tactical setup to recognize that Vancouver was already closing down the space as to where they wanted to go, or they're so stubborn in how they do their buildups is that they have to go where they go and and it was easy for vancouver to start swallowing them up like even toward the end of the game when there should have been like fuck the the slow buildup like balls to the wall just pass the ball get the ball up the field they were like too often would just pass into pressure from vancouver and it didn't make sense to me at all it made it so much harder on themselves and i did not see any adjustments, no change of gears from Greg Vanny in the way that he he get, got the team out there and the, the instructions or the changes that got made after that. So I am now of the mind that I, I, I don't want Vanny back next year. I mean, I know that's not the yeah, problem. That's not gonna happen, I know no, that's not yeah. the problem and I, I, maybe that's not going to happen, but I have to imagine that even in good 
even with a, you know, assuming we had a good FO, assuming we had, you know, halfway decent scouts, more than one scout and, and players that actually gave a shit about playing for the team. I still think that Vanny doesn't quite get them across the line. It's insane, right? I mean, uh, a coach that has credentials in the league and has, uh, has a resume of, of taking a piss poor team, which was Toronto. You know, before Toronto, uh, you know, won their titles a few years but, back. But was I mean, that, they were. Was that what Tim Lewicki? Okay, was, yeah. Was that and Tim so, Lewicki? And, 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 and that's where I was going with this, is that, you know, b- people kind of compare, like, you know, how do you do it in Toronto? You can't do it here. I'm like, well, there's a difference. You know, he had all the support in the world, and he had a president that had that winning mentality, and he knew how to put a team together. And he, above Vanny, had a pretty impressive resume of what he's done in the league. He comes over here. And again, you go to hell, you don't change the devil. The devil changes you. You're not going to get the sport here. You can't be successful. I mean, that, that's been the theme, you know, for me, I think since uh, I def- definitely this season, uh, I know David, you started to echo it this season. I'm sure I said it since last season that you can't be successful here. Like, I'm sorry, no matter what you do, you can stand out individually, but you won't find the success that people are really expecting of you. I mean, you can make the argument was lot unsuccessful, like yes and no, right? There was one playoff appearance, no titles, which is what you were brought in to do. But you know, he himself did very well, and he did exactly what he was brought in to do, as far as you know, grabbing attention, marketing, jerseys, and all that fun stuff, right? And you know, he was able to capture attention, scoring goals. And he's scoring goals. So I think Pooj, you know, did that when he came in. But eventually it's going to be like, well, you know, you missed the playoffs. It, you know, I still think they missed the playoffs. I think I said I, I stand by that back in, in June when I call the season. Like, they're going to miss the playoffs. And, um, you know, Pooj has three more seasons. He's going to be fine. He'll probably won't even finish the three years. He'll probably be sold, if I'm being perfectly honest. The, the, the guy is obviously uh, well above, <laughs> you know, the, the league's level. Um but yeah, it, it's it just goes back to you can't be successful here. The, the devil will change you once you're here, and it, it's it's not a good thing. Let's uh, before we get more into the, the in detail about the bank um, weekend um, that we did not talk about. That was the Nashville game, a one-one draw on the road, a ninety-ninth uh, minute penalty for the Galaxy. Um, salvages a 1-1 draw. Um, it, here's the other theme that during that six-game winning streak, penalties have been pretty much center stage for the majority of these uh, of the six-game unbeaten streak. And uh, ironically, the, 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 the streak started against Vancouver, the game that made me a liar. But, you know, <laughs> they, they, they have since proved me correct. Um, and I got somewhat vindicated, not that I'm happy about that, but um, the following game was Seattle, in which you blew a two-goal lead, you didn't deserve it, you lose the two-goal lead, and you get bailed out by a penalty in the final minutes of injury time to um, to get the draw at home, uh, which feels like a loss, right? I think that was a game where we were saying, why are you celebrating this? Right, I think that's what uh, me and David were saying. Like, why are we celebrating this draw when you should be getting a victory here and you had a two goal lead? Um, 
And then uh, you ended up beating New England. Uh, the game against Toronto, you scored first. Once again, you fell behind, and you needed a last-minute golazo from Ricky Puj in order to salvage that draw. The following game after that was Kansas City, which we know what happened, right? Two two penalties in the final five minutes of the game. Um, salvages a draw, and if we all know about the, uh, the, the opportunity to win the game, which, again, feels like a loss. And once again, in Nashville... A penalty at the very last minute bails the Galaxy out yet again. So penalties have been pretty central in this, you know, quote-unquote six-game on bean streak. And they've been bailed out because there's no way. This is probably one of the reasons that we don't feel that this is a— an unbeaten streak is that they've been getting very lucky to get those points in which they don't deserve. Nashville is probably one of those games. Do they deserve to win the game? No. You know, did they deserve to lose? Mm, also, probably not. Uh, it, it was a very difficult game to watch. Um, similar to what the first half of the Vancouver game was, where it's like, uh, there's not really much going on. There's just a lot of midfield play right now. And they're like half chances. And just, there's just nothing really going on in this game. And, uh, you know, Nashville scores and, again, a penalty. Two, um very little offense going going on in this game, and uh, Galaxy miss another one in this game. Uh, Chicharito misses another one. So again, the the central figure of the the penalty kicks uh, continues into Nashville um, before Puj uh, buries it. And by the way, I think he got lucky because the goalie definitely guessed where he was going, and he got a full palm on it. But luckily, he hit it with with enough pace. Where it continued to, to to go backwards, but the goalie definitely um, just figured it out. So uh, I think Pooj was very lucky uh, to have that ball go in. I thought it was a poorly taken kick, uh, but it went in. So um, in that game, what did you guys think about that game? Because that was a game that a lot of people said, like, "Yeah, we suck," and and we don't. We didn't deserve to win, and blah, blah, blah. We didn't deserve to draw. But statistically, and just kind of like looking at it, like, well, Nashville didn't really create that many big chances either, and their goal came via penalty kick. So I thought it was like uh, a draw might be somewhat fair if even, again, you're dropping points. Yeah. But what did you guys think about that game? Well, I kind of felt the same way. I kind of felt that it was it was basically a draw. I didn't I didn't feel like it was when you when you just mentioned how that gate the 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 half first half of that game was nearly the same as this one against Vancouver. I I disagree with that. I feel like in this one in this Vancouver game they were a lot the whole game they were the whole first half they were in control. The last one was an act against Nashville was a mid actual midfield battle between both teams. Um, that one was a difficult game for us. I think that was one of the. I remember a few games ago. Was it New England where where Vanny said, "Oh, this is going to be a, a a dirty game. This is not going to be a beautiful game." Da, 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 da. I didn't think that one was that 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 much like that, but I thought this Nashville one was like that. To be honest, Dave. I mean, I mean, I don't. Yeah, looking at it, like I think a draw is a good result, a fair result. But I mean, with, with I don't know with the way they played out, the, the I thought that they did a good job of keeping Mukhtar like under wraps for the most part, except for the penalty, obviously. Um, again, I, I think I, I was, was it this game? Yeah. Yeah. It was this game that, uh, 
that <clears throat> I got pretty upset that uh, Sega Koulibaly makes that foul um, right in front of the box with the guy that, that he's tussling with because he gets beat and then he reaches out and he, he knocks down the guy with his hand instead of just letting him run because Edwards already had the ball covered. Um, that play was dead. Uh, that leads to the free kick, that leads to the handball, that leads to the penalty. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's all a, a domino effect at that point. And I even said right before that that they were making dumb mistakes um, leading up to, to to that thing. Bobby mentioned in, in our chat that, you know, the Galaxy crumbled after after that, that first goal, but I felt like they were already starting to show a lot of the cracks before that even yeah, I came down. It, the, the cracks yeah, were happening I think already. So. I think I – think- I mean, yeah, that's, I how, that's how they got cracks. that play. As soon that's as the how goal that play happened. happened that, is that's cracks. when everything went down. Okay. I roll. Um, let me go with some of the stats here because uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of these. Um, so I said, uh, statistically wise, I think uh, a draw is fair. Um, maybe in the way um, in which we earned, quote unquote, earned the draw. Uh, seems like we didn't deserve it, but let me go down some of these stats. So, Possession-wise, so we talked about possession, how the Galaxy have dominated possession, but really haven't been able to do anything with it. Uh, Bobby, that's one of your pet peeves. Um, in this against Nashville, sixty-eight to thirty-two. Now, again, that is a really huge advantage in possession for the Galaxy. Um, something similar to what we saw tonight against Vancouver. In fact, it was identical. Um, we'll get to those stats later on, but at the end of the game, in the Vancouver game, the Galaxy had sixty-eight. 32 uh, advantage possession. So the exact same thing that happened in Nashville happened uh, in uh, Vancouver. The shots taken. 22 shots were taken by the Galaxy. 22! That's a lot. Nashville only had 10 shots that they took. So the Galaxy more than doubled on the road the amount of shots that were taken. Here is the difference in... um, the big difference here. So the Galaxy had three big chances. They missed two of them. One of them was a penalty kick. Uh, the Galaxy, I mean, I'm sorry, Nashville had two big chances and only one chance missed. Now, the big one here is expected goals. What's the expected goals? The Galaxy had 2.74, which is pretty high. Nashville had 1.50. So the Galaxy were able to do one more. Here's the loophole. Or here's the asterisk. There were two penalty that the Galaxy had. So... 0.79 expected goals for those two kicks alone. If you were to take away those two penalty kicks from your expected goals, we'll just round it off and say 0.160. You would end up with, oh, actually, I don't have to matter, 1.16. With 20 shots, the Galaxy were able to muster up a mere 1.16 of expected goals, still below. Nashville's expected goal is at 1.5 with twice as many shots taken. That's the difference. So the Galaxy can shoot their little hearts out. Most of them are coming from outside the box, which means that they're extremely low percent of shots, and they're probably not even on goal or anywhere near on target. But, you know, you can also make the case that, hey, you know what? You take away 0.79 from Nashville, and they're well below one. Right? They're at 0.8. Point eight something. Point eight. We'll say point eight. So point seven. I'm sorry, point seven. So there is you can go 
either side, right? You take away the, the, the penalty kick from Nashville, you really hardly ever let Nashville get anywhere near the goal. Didn't really muster up anything. The Galaxy, something similar. You didn't really get too much offense going. You had an opportunity to win the game. Should you have better the two penalty kicks? But you probably didn't deserve to win the game. It was a really sloppy game. It's a, it was it was a bad game, very bad on the eyes. Um, but you know you were able to salvage a point, and you know uh, it, which again felt like a loss because you needed a 99th minute penalty from Ricky Pouge in order to do that. So before we get into the um, player ratings, so Chicharito takes a penalty kick in Nashville. This is the game. Right after the Kansas City, the the famous Panenka, which will go down in Galaxy and you know <laughs> infamy, um, he takes a penalty kick. I don't remember what minute it was. He misses it. Galaxy Nation goes crazy. MLS goes crazy. He's been the butt of all jokes. Chicharito has been the butt of all jokes after that Panenka. I mean, everyone both, across both announcers, both sets of announcers, both the English and the Spanish had been building up when the galaxy earned that penalty kick both the i because i heard that i was watching the spanish and i heard later the english commentators um they were both building up the like oh is this the redemption story for chicharito is this gonna be the thing that's gonna redeem him for the paninka and i'm like no it, it you know it, it even if he be. makes we it. all knew yeah <laughs> we all knew that it wasn't going to be his redemption his comeback this uh, even if he makes it, I still don't think it's a redemption per se because you know this isn't the same scenario. You're not in a must. Well, you're not in a, in a position where you're given a word a penalty kick, having being being down a goal in the 89th minute and have a chance to win that game uh, over a uh, a very weak opponent at home. I mean, the circumstances were definitely different. So even if Chicharito buries this, I don't think it's redemption regardless. Um, because there's always going to be it was another the kick. Ninety fifth minute, Lewis. I believe it was the ninety fifth minute <laughs> for the national game. No. no, 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 no. In Kansas the, City, I know. No, no, Kansas no, no. City game. You said eighty ninth yes. minute. It's the no, no, no. Is the ninety fifth? No, the eighty ninth. No, no. But Chicharito had buried a, a penalty kick before the Panenka, and that was in the eighty ninth minute. And then he had the the second opportunity, and that ah, was ninety fifth. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so. So, um, so he misses it and, you know, the announcers give him, you know, crap for it. And, uh, all of MLS gives him crap for it. And, you know, I mean, every, every social media team in the, in MLS is just ripping him apart, had already ripped him apart the week before. And now it's like, Hey, this is how you take a penalty kick, whatever penalty kick their team had met, you know, earned and they made it. They would, you know, Hey, Chicharito, this is how you do it. And we did it, you know, I, I did it as well. Um, so, um, so he misses. Nothing that again surprises me. Fifty um, percent for his career, um, and then of course, you know, this kind of goes to what David you were saying earlier about. I'm not sure if Vanny is the right coach. Well, I understand, and I could kind of sympathize with Chicharito a little bit, right? If he has the stones. To continue to take those kicks after what he did, or credit to him, right? Isn't that really what the mama the mama mentality is? He was saying, "Hey, I can miss a hundred shots, just that last one I need to hit. You just got to keep going, right?" So, I 
can respect that. And I can respect the fact that, you know, he has the heart to do it. He has the stones to do it. So there is that. You also make a very strong, very strong case where you should also be aware of your strengths and weaknesses. And you know very well that this is one of your weaknesses. And you need to be the leader here and say, this isn't for me. I need to give my team the best opportunity to win. And me taking this kick is not giving us the best opportunity to win. But what I'm thinking at this point is, why does Vanny allow him to take it? In his Galaxy career, he has only converted four of nine. So that's below 50% for his Galaxy career. Why in the world does Vanny say you are no longer able to take this kick? He should have someone designated. He should. Uh, the coach. They are, they, the co- someone asked him that question in a certain way. Uh, and he said that he wants the person that, ha- that wants to take it to take it. Literally, that's what he said. No, because, well, then, you know, I, I, again, I understand that point of view, but what, I'm sorry, what if, Greg, what you're, you're, you're wrong. Really, really, what if Cabral really, really wants to right. take it? No, see, that's you don't the, let no, Cabral take that I, penalty kick. Right. No, I know. You should. But I'm pretty sure. But I think it's I think it's because it's Chicharito, you know? I think it's because it's like he just doesn't right, want to exactly. say no to him right. for some reason. So you know? isn't that but the problem? He did say isn't that. that he, but, but that was his quote. But, but but that was his quote because it was also leading to, you know, how Puj took the ball and said, no, I'm going to take this. Right. You know, that's why he made that, that comment. He said, he, he, he says, I want the person that wants to take it to take it. Yeah, see, and, and that's where basically Vanny is deferring. And this is where I was like, dude. And I even said this. If Vanny had any balls, he would have said, you are no longer allowed to do this. I don't care how badly you want to do this. I don't care. I don't care if you have like some fucking, you know, bonus clause where you have to, you know, score a certain amount. And you get paid more. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about your bonus. I don't care about your accolades. I'm caring about this team winning. You can't take this. You cannot take penalties. You are not allowed to take a penalty. What's, and designated, what's, what's say, the, if, the, if like, uh... What's the worldwide stat, Lewis? Isn't it something like 75% conversion rate across, like, throughout the world? 79. 79 throughout the world, and Chicha is at, what, less than 50 at this point? I think at best he's 50. He's probably – because I know he, he hit like three in a row. You know, he, I mean, that, that's just bad. I mean, you know, you just recognize Yeah, it is it. bad. You're it is bad. I mean, like, you know? worldwide at worldwide at 79%. You know, you're still like, you know, when you're looking at like someone like, you know, some of the better players in the world, we're talking like the world class players, you know, you're not going to miss very often. <clears throat> they're, they're hitting it more than 79%. <clears throat> but, you know, w- when you know, and I know they're aware of this, when you know that there's a guy in there who has that type of a conversion rate, you can't just say, I'm going to let him fucking take this kick because he wants to take the kick. Okay, like Greg Vanny seriously has to say, this is who's taking our kicks. The same way you're saying, this is who's taking the corners? Because I know Greg Vanny has to tell him, this is who's in charge of corners on this side, this is who's in charge of corners on that side, and if they're not on the field, it's this person or that person. It's not whoever wants to take the kick. I'm pretty sure Greg Vanny has designated yeah. who's taking the the corner kicks. So the he can designate kicks, corners, who's taking, yes. So I'm sure he can designate who is going to take our penalty kick. So he should be say, he should be saying this is our number one kick taker. If that person is not on the field, it's this person. If that person is not on the field, it is this person. But he has no fucking balls, and he's just deferring. I'll let the players figure out, motherfucker. That's not that's your job. 
that's your job. My cousin and I were watching this like, dude, this is the coach's fault. Why is he allowing Chicharito to take this kick? It's on him. The moment he says no more, it's no more. And so, I mean, and that's where it ends. When you say, from now on, it's Jovalich. From now on, it's Vasquez. From now on, it's Puj. Like, come on. This isn't rocket science here. The guy doesn't have a conversion rate. and It's definitely on the coach now. It's def- I admire Chicha's heart. The fact that, hey, I'm not good at this. Well, I'm gonna, I have to keep practicing. I got to keep going at it. I admire that. But no, at some point, Greg Banning says, no, you're putting us in a position to lose. Sorry. Like, it's rare that we're scoring goals. It's hard to score a goal. I am not putting up someone who is 50% for his career going up against a shot that should be made 8 out of 10 times. So, this is where I'm like, you know what? Again, maybe this is one of those things where he can't tell Chicharito, no, you're right. He can't. And why? Because blind. Right? Don't you dare take him off the spotlight. Don't you dare. It's, it's the culture. Yeah. It's the culture. It's the mentality. It's, it's everything. everything that's and again, it's throughout the whole from the top. It's, it's coming from the top. It's coming from the top and it goes down. Like I said, we, we, we know who the devil is here. We know who's, who, who's how it's being corrupted. There's a cancer there. We've talked about that. So again, that's nothing new. All right. And then at the end of the game, Pooj gets the uh, gets the ball. I think I personally didn't see it, but someone said that they saw it. Maybe it was someone who was at the game that Chicha wanted the kick, and Pooj said, "Fuck you, I am taking the kick." And um, he's ready to go off, and then Jovalich is right there fighting I, for I it. I saw him. Yo- yeah, I saw him arguing with Dejan. I remember yeah. him arguing with Dejan. I don't remember even Chicha being on the field at that point. I, I, he was still there. I know he. I don't think he was subbed off yet. And I, like I said, I personally didn't see it, but I heard that someone said that you know he didn't put up much of a fight. I think Chicha just kind of said it, and, and Pooch just said, "No, no, 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 I'm taking the ball." And then you know what you cut, what you saw on camera was mostly you know Deja wants that you know kick. And again, I, I kind of I see that happening, but in that situation, look, either one of you. Is fine. And again, I admire both those players that want to say, hey, 99th minute, you need to bury this or we lose. So um, I admire the heart from both of those players. And again, I I understand what Greg Vanny is trying to do, but no, there, there comes a point where like, this is the guy I trust. This is the guy I trust. Yeah, this, and, is, and, this is what you're doing. And so um, Pooj buries it, you know, takes it away from for, from day on. He, he, he saves the day. But like I said, oh yeah, he, I, I personally think it's game, a. Lewis. Oh yeah, he called. He called game. Game, draw. <laughs> <Game laughs> uh, that that whole organization is just it's just a cesspool. Um, it's an embarrassing cesspool. Um, yeah. Um, one one draw. Who was uh, this? Is tough. Who was the highest rated player in that game? Actually, no. I'm sorry. Vancouver is going to be. I have We're, to give Pooj. Yeah, if we're if one. we're talking if we're talking Nashville, I'm gonna give it to Poosh. I have to give it to Poosh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I actually was thinking uh, Vancouver, but that's gonna be tough. No, it's oh. it, it, it's Poosh. No. He had a really good game. He got the he got the uh, uh, the goal eight point nine an eight point nine rating. So yeah, pretty high. And by the way, Poosh got a yellow card in that game, so <laughs> that could have been uh, higher, second highest rated player. 
Uh, That's a lot tougher in that game. Uh, I would say Brugman. Bond? <laughs> I mean, Bond got two goals scored on him. Uh, uh, one goal. No, one goal. Oh, yeah. One goal scored him. Okay, yeah. Mm, he made a good save, too, didn't he? Hmm. I feel like this is a trick, but I'm going to go Bond. Okay. Uh, Bobby. Bobby's on point. Brugman. Brugman at 7.7. Uh, there was also another person with 7.7. Sega Kulabali. Uh, uh, second highest story player. And with, the yellow. and with a yellow. Yep. He had a yellow card. So uh, he was suspended for the, the whole, Vancouver game. The whole damn defense got a yellow. The whole damn defense minus uh, Cáceres got a yellow in uh, Nashville. Um you can add Vic, uh, Victor Vasquez and Puj to that list. So um, there it is. Who was the lowest rated player in that game? Cabral. Cabral played in that game? Yeah, it's Cabral. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the default answer should always be yeah, Cabral, it's, it's Cabral regardless. It's, it's not Cabral. It's not Cabral. Get worse and worse and was worse. Was it Williams then? Um, it's actually a tie between Vasquez, who had 6.3. Uh, he only played 64 minutes. That seems to be the norm at this point. Uh, 64 yeah. minutes at uh, 6.3. He had a yellow card. Um, the other person that had a 6.3 was Jonathan Bond. Um, Araujo and Costa came in. Uh, 64th minute, uh, 6.5, 6.7 for them. So not really much going on. There, um, Delgado had a seven point three. Uh, Edwards had a seven point three, and that was with a um, yellow card. And Casares, who made his uh, uh, not his debut, but first game in the starting lineup, he had six point seven, and he was taken off in the sixty fourth minute. So the Galaxy went cross country to Nashville, and then goes all the way to Vancouver to play on turf. And kind of as I expected. Uh, what Bobby said, I, I just come to expect this from the Galaxy. Like they're they're gonna have a ton of possession, and they're gonna get countered, and they're gonna get tired, they're gonna get fatigued, um, and that's kind of what happened because they were they weren't rolling. I'm not gonna say they were rolling. They absolutely did abs- nothing with the ball in the first half. They had 72 percent possession uh, in that half, um, and I believe the expected goals in the first half for the Galaxy was like 0.28. It was uh, well, very to, low. To be fair to be fair to the Galaxy and the and the midfield and the offense, they did generate like the final when they were able to penetrate the, the defense or the eleven or twelve or fourteen players that Vancouver had behind the ball, when they were able to finally penetrate, usually it was Cabral on the receiving end, which plays right into Vancouver's, you know, game plan. Let Cabral have the ball. I mean, the guy, the guy let the ball run out of bounds twice when he was right next to the ball. I mean, you cannot get worse than not realizing where you are on the field and letting the ball go out for a a goal kick when you have when you're on with the attack. Yeah, I mean, look, Cabral made a lot of mistakes in the first half. He definitely did. I think we could call out like four that were completely clear, um, including the two that Dave is talking about, just letting the ball go out out out, out of bounds so easily. Um, but other, but but putting that aside, the, the the entire team had possession 
of that entire half. And it was mostly on the, the, in uh, Vancouver's end. And the truth is, is we kept passing back and coming back, trying to open them up. And, you know, we did here and there. But the moment we got to, to, to the last line of defense, we just can't get through it. We just can't yeah. do it. We can't figure it out. And then we it were doing too... a lot of, you know, like trying to pass and sneak sneak balls through the middle. You know, we were trying to do that a lot. And that yeah. just wasn't working. Uh, I mean, uh, but I mean, but... it was like, it, I mean, that first half, we passed so many, like so much, like so yeah. much. We passed it was, so much. I was just like, It was really shit. frustrating. It was really frustrating to see how like they would do that, right? They would build up and they would go out and they would build up. And then they would always end up on the right side. And uh, to to where Vasquez was either having to make a, a pass down into the middle, or it would get you know defended by Vancouver either by blocking the player or whatever, or it would lead to you know eventually come swing all the way out so that Vasquez or Araujo can make a cross, and then they would just cross to nothing. Um, that was extremely sure. frustrating. Yeah. Like I was seeing all the that crosses was... coming in, and I'm like, who up there? is going to be able to get ahead to that ball other than Gasseres, who would hardly ever venture up there. Uh, you know, Chicha was well covered. You know Cobral's not getting ahead to that ball. Uh, Puj is too small. Brogman's too small. Like, nobody's going to – nobody's – who's up there challenging to the, to the ball? It was almost like, you know, when we used to, to cross long balls into uh, – uh, what's his name? Chicha. No, no, no. no. Well, it's not uh, when... Oh, Boateng. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. Hey, so man! I think you got a couple of those in, though. I think you got a couple. <laughs> yeah, of those against in. RSL. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I gotta also give them a little bit of credit in the first half. Again, is when uh, every time they lost the ball, they would they would penetrate and get get the ball back pretty quite quickly. Uh, they 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 do they do that pretty well. All of those things that I that I really like the first half. I mean, of course, we're against Vancouver. It, they're 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 not a great team, you know. So like to me, I'm kind of like, all right, it's good, but it's Vancouver, and it's like, I, and yeah. they're they're kind of letting us as well, you know. Exactly. They're not really pressing it. They're not really pressing it. But then the second half comes up, and boom, different. They press, yep. and we crumble. Blah. And nothing's working. We're trying to uh, switch up speed, and we can't get passes completed anymore. You know, uh, I, there was so many times that the defender cut through Pooja's passes. Like, they just read them so easily and just cut, position themselves and grabbed it. Um, like, I think tackles were bad in the second half. Like, it just, it just, it just yeah, all we were, fell apart as soon as we got challenged. I felt we like we were, missing a lot. we were missing a lot of uh, tackles. We were giving the ball away too easily, or we were like, we were telegraphing balls, like passes through the midfield. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it almost seemed like three passes before the final pass that got intercepted, Vancouver was setting up so that they could intercept that pass. Like, I knew where that pass was going to go. And then you just see the Vancouver guy step into the space where exactly where it's going to go. And what's frustrating is when, when Vanny brings in the subs to try and spark the game, you bring in Grand Seer. And Grand Seer comes in and starts making a bunch of bad passes, and and also there was a there was a lot of times. But he did too, he did, he did have some good that, moments on the edge of the, the box. The, well, that he that he also messed up. Um, you, there was there was that play where he wins the ball back from uh, from the Vancouver uh, defender, and he he perfectly turns and goes and starts 
heading into the box from the from the left side, right? And he makes the that the thing that we've been on him all season. He hesitates. He hesitates to make the first pass, and that gives the the defender time to come back, challenge him, and he couldn't even earn a corner off of that one. Like that's that's maddening to me. And there were too, there were too many times also where the midfield from deep was trying to send long balls into Brancier. It was very obvious that Brancier was going to be the outlet pass, you know, out of pressure. And it was easy for the Vancouver defense to just step into that space where Van- and, and you know a lot of times in those long passes the ball never even got to Grantier. It's it was so frustrating to see like how easily the the coach out the, the Vancouver coach outsmarted us with their game plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and like Absolutely. this one to me is why this is my turn on Danny because it's so evident that. Danny had no answer to the game plan that Vancouver put up against us. And it's even like he hasn't seen that before. It's, it's what teams do to us. They let us possess. They sit back. They put everybody behind the ball and defend. And they make us break them down. And when we can't, and when our guys, our creative guys like Vasquez and Brugman and Pouge get Tired toward the end of the game. Oh, and especially Chase Casper. Oh my God, why don't we have uh, this game? He was. Why just... don't we have Marcus Fukranis? Why don't we have Jalen Neal playing in that position? Like Chase Casper should. I don't understand how that guy's a soccer player. He's another Cabral to me out there, dude. Yeah, I think I see Gasper do nicer it's, things more often than it's, Cabral. It's far and few between, <laughs> dude. Well, I think it's because he's forced to, because he's a def- you know, right. he's defending back. Right. He's forced. To, he's, he's forced into the action. You know, like Cabral could still but, be on an island the whole but that's game. Also, really see but that's also sort of the other team's game plan, right? He's he's the one that for the most part had the most space throughout the game to come up that left side. And that's because Vancouver didn't really try to pressure him all that much to do that. And you see it on the, what is it on the second goal that like, as soon as they give up the ball on that side and I see Chase Gasper starting to jog back toward the mid, toward the, the thing. I, I see the guy, I see one guy streaking to the middle and then I see another guy tailing off to the side and Gasper falls behind both of them. They, those the attackers come from behind Gasper. They outpace him. Gasper's looking, trying to decide which one he's going to cover. And I'm like, it's the guy at the far post. And they send the guy across and chase the whole time. I see him. He's running and he's looking at the guy. He's checking. He's checking the shoulder, making like he's there. Oh, there's a guy there. There's a guy there. And what happens? The ball falls to the guy that Chase was was running behind. Not even at full speed. And he puts the ball in the back of the net. And I'm like, and then he like throws his hands up, like almost like he's surprised. Like, oh, what the fuck? What's that guy doing there? Like, dude, you watched him run for like 20 yards. You could have caught up to him. You could have put some pressure on him. It was, it's just, it's disgraceful. They, they, I don't know if they gave up, but they had no ideas. They had, they had nothing. There was no, Energy, no passion, no balls to that team.
I don't know. Uh, I'm, upset. I'm not sure if I agree but, with that. But 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 they should have closed. They 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 had all the opportunity in the first half. They should have just closed. They should have just pushed it a lot harder in the first half and got not go into the second half the way they did, yeah. or yeah. even be in that position. One one That's goal. One it. goal really is all it took. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like I don't know. I, what do you think about Araujo? Do you think he, he that was like that just unfortunate, or he just didn't? Re- he he should have definitely cleared that out. It's better. Cause I, cause I, cause to me, like body wise, he was like stretching a lot, yeah, you know, like, like well, his body was stretched. So I don't know. Stretched. I don't know how hard, how, he I don't know how easy it would have been to, there was somebody else there. Clearance. Yeah. I, I, I know there, it's not easy, but there's somebody else there. There's another, there's another galaxy defender in within close proximity. By the time bond gets to that ball and Araujo, like he takes a step. I think what, here's what happens. I think Araujo is going to try to dribble yeah, out of that space. Well, he he just reacts. He just like he reacts in it, and the ball falls down in front of him. Araujo's right there. Araujo was going to take a step and try to dribble out, and then he realized that he like his leg was caught under somebody or whatever. So he just took a stab at the ball. I feel like if he would have, he yeah. he had time. I feel like he had another like half a second to do to to sort of compose. And take a small step, and then just poke the shit, toe poke the shit out of it, and knock it out, you know, as far as he could. But instead, he, I don't know, I feel like he kind of panicked a little bit right there. Yeah, maybe Kobe Jones was talking about how he should have just blasted it. And to me, I was just like, oh, I don't know, his like body, like, yeah, it, the way his body, it just doesn't look like he can at that little at that yeah, moment. It was it was going to be tough for him to just blast it, um, but. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm of but, the opinion that. But then that's when the ball pinballs and goes in. And, ugh, there we go down our first goal. Right, that was the first one. Right? That was the first goal. Yeah, I um, I, I had uh, well, yeah. I mean, I understand that maybe he doesn't blast it the way, um, you know, he's not going to have force. I do think is uh, when I looked at it, I actually think that he might have been trying to dribble out of that, and I think he took a bad first touch. And at that point, he tried to recover from it, and and so that's what I saw. I'm not sure that's exactly what happened, but I actually think he was trying to dribble out of it because when you look back, I'm like, I don't get what he's trying to do. Even if it is just a toe poke, it's got to be further than what the ball actually traveled. Um, so I actually believe that you might have initially tried to dribble out of it, and it was just a bad first touch, and the you know, obviously it just kind of like it went to a a Vancouver player and he just really couldn't recover. Um, it was, I, I will disagree that we had every opportunity in the first half. Um, because as I said, I don't think we created much of anything like shots on goal or anything, but I'm saying we were in control of the game and we should, and if we, and if there was any situation to push, it would be that moment. Uh, obviously. That's what I mean yeah. by that. But again, it, it, that's interesting coming from you because it's like, you know, you have all the possession in the world, but you haven't done anything with it. Once you got to the final third, you're like, okay, what do we do? Nobody I, – I mean there was a point where Joe Tatino said, you know, nobody is taking anybody on. It almost seems like he wanted to just say – like to scream at the players, like which one of you was going to take a defender on? Because you guys are literally just, I don't want this ball. Here, you. Uh, I don't want this. Here, you. Uh, I'm not going to do anything. 
Here, you. No, but that's the thing. The first half, they were taking their sweet ass time. You know, yeah, because really, nobody they didn't have like the initiative. Yeah, because nobody, you know, to do it. nobody yeah. wanted to. That's that was the whole point. That nobody wanted to like. Okay, I'm gonna take my defender on, get past him, start breaking the lines, start making the the defense scramble or at least shift to where I can open up space and find somewhere else and just kind of put them on their on their heels a little bit. Because once you got to like, oh, there's a player there. Here you go. Well, I got a player on me too. Here you go. You know, like nobody wanted to break those lines. Nobody wanted to take anybody on. And of course, the shots that they took were ill-advised and they're outside the box and they had like no prayer of going in. So, you know, I don't, I, I see what you're saying that, hey, you had the ball, so do something with it. But I don't really think that they created right. anything. Um, no, they, any- didn't, they didn't actually create something. But, I'm, but you know what I'm saying is, you know, because you're, you're, you're saying exactly what I've always been yeah. saying, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we just need that finishing touch. But the thing is, you see, when we go into the second half, even though how horrible that second half was, we actually not really make too much too much of a threat. But it was more than the first half, you know, and it's just like, well, you guys can you can get into that gear sometimes. Like, just why not do it when you're actually in a safe place? Um, I, I instead of like trying to get in there all at late. I know, like, I mean, I I didn't really see that much. I I saw maybe desperation again. I saw outside shots. I think the clearest one that we really had was. Um, I think I think, I think it was that the goalie. The, the goalie only was the Vancouver goalie. Like only got off his feet at the la, like at the ninetieth minute. No, 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 no. He, he had to like make some some like dives, but they were not on target. He didn't have to save. He made his first save on that last shot by who was it? Grand Sear, I think he, that was literally the only save that he remember. had to, that, that he had to make. And literally as soon as he did it, the whistle blew, uh, um, to, to, to end the game. So, uh, yeah, the goalie didn't really have to do anything. The only other like shot that was like, dude, you probably should have scored that. I think it was a Rajo who makes a cross. It gets, deflected just a little bit, but Chicharito's all by himself running on the goal. He's rot- ironically he's yep. near the penalty spot and he skies it. Uh, that was probably <laughs> like yeah. that's gotta be on goal on frame. Yeah. Um so you know that that was and you know for what it's worth uh, the the expected goal from that shot was uh, 0.13 so 13% that that's going to go in which is still relatively low but no you, you you probably have to at least get that on target and when you're looking at that oh, that's a goal and to sky it there's not really an excuse no, it has yeah to be a goal. It's, there, there's no excuse um, to, to do that all right let me get to the stats real quick so as I said earlier it was the exact same possession as you saw in Nashville 68-32 in favor of the Galaxy no Expected. I'm sorry. No penalty kicks to boost up your expected goals. Uh, even without the penalty kicks in the last game, it was 1.14. In this game, 0.73. Absolutely nothing going on um, as far as offense for the Galaxy. Um, they took 12 shots uh, to Vancouver's 11. So with one less shot. Uh, Vancouver was able to muster up 1.22 expected goals. So they very well exceeded what they were supposed to do. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny, you know, the, the, the shot and I get it because it, it wasn't, uh, they take it from different circumstances, but the, the, the goal, the, the, the one that, uh, Gasper was like, you know, I'm, the, I'm with him the whole time. I'm just watching him the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. Um, that's only 
of an expected goal. But granted that there was no goalie there, and you know, I, if you take it, I guess on another I feel with like, the goalie I feel in like position. The numbers, I feel like the numbers don't take into account who the personnel is. You know what they, I mean? They, they do. Like is is the is the the they'll is, look is at the, the dominant higher is the percentage higher because uh Gasper Chase Gasper is defending the player that's oh, gonna take okay. the, that's yeah. a, that, nope. that that no. doesn't well as far that as that doesn't factor in does it? I I you know what and I, I have like it makes a difference. It should make a difference. Um very well. Um but uh yeah so one point two two expected goals for, for Vancouver it's still more than the Galaxy. The uh, Vancouver obviously deserved to win this game uh based on that second half alone. Um like I said only one shot on target for the Galaxy so um you're not gonna win a game. Um twelve shots as I said for the Galaxy, no big chances created. Um uh two big chances for vancouver and uh, it doesn't say which how many were missed so i'm assuming they did not miss any um there so um who was the <laughs> if you can think of one who was the highest rated player in this game yeah this one's really hard dude um it's fuck, i want to say ricky but i know how bad he was uh for him you know not even, not even bad, so it's, st- it's still push it's still push i'll say delgado if you say if, Lewis, if you say Cabral, you are banned from using stats every single for the rest of the time that we have this podcast. Um, I mean, David, if he never actually touched the ball when it was going out of bounds, is that like a not like a negative rating? <laughs> right, he's like, it's not going to count against. It's not going to count against my <laughs> negative points if I don't touch the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this one actually was tough, but simple at the same time because it was kind of by default. I, I have to agree. As as bad of a game as Puj had, as I said, he's still the best player. Oh, he's still, got he's it. still the best player on the field. And I'm like, dude, there was literally nobody trying to do anything with the exception of Puj. Puj was trying to take shots. He was trying True. to make the pass. You know, it didn't go through, but he's trying person. to break lines. Yeah, the only other person I would kind of uh, uh, kind of push that way is is maybe Delgado because I saw him. He was he was he was busting his butt out there. I felt like uh, Delgado did a good job of, of busting his ass, and and Brugman was trying. They weren't very effective, but you know they 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 were they were running real hard. Yeah, <laughs> they were running really hard. Yeah, um, sometimes that's the uh, <laughs> sometimes that's the. Uh, the reasoning for, for Cabral, like, there, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like, well, he, he made some good runs, and he's doing this, and he's putting pressure on the, you know, that defender, and I'm like, wow, he's that's... like, a, he's 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 like the guy in my cousin Vinny, the public defender, you know, like he looks good, he talks a good talk, and then you get him out there, and he's a uh, 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 and then he comes off and he's like, well, I'm getting better. <laughs> uh, I would say he might be the only one who thinks that, but no, I'm pretty sure Greg Vanny thinks that as well. Um, Ricky Pooch is the highest rated player at seven point. I don't know. I think Cabral, I think Cabral is Vanny's adopted son uh, like that we don't know about. There's got to be something there, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, here's the other thing. If, I if mean, nepotism, if nepotism was the thing, though, wouldn't uh, Zabaleta be getting more minutes? 
I know, right? That's true. Does Zabaleta, does Zabaleta play left back? Because I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead well, on that note. Who was the lowest rated player? I'm going to have to go with Gasper on this one. Cabral. Has it, Cabral. it has to be Cabral. If it's not, so if it's not Cabral, okay. If it's not Cabral, I am not allowed to, to do this you again. Can make up some stupid excuse. It okay, probably isn't Cabral, but it should be Cabral. Okay, um, I'm actually very surprised that you're saying that because you kind of went off on Gasper. It's Chase Gasper. Um, what I said. Yeah, five point. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm also, lying. I'm lying. Also, what I said. Uh, I'm lying. 5.5. 5.5 for Bond. Bond was the lowest rated player. Uh, then it was Chase Gasper. Poor guy. Um, along with Derek Williams. Also 5.6. Yeah. yeah. Derek, I see it. Williams was bad. Okay. Uh, yeah. And yes, I can see that as well. I can see how both of those easily could be the worst two players. Um, so, look. I'm going to run this down. Everybody's bad. Okay. Everybody's bad. I'm just going to run this down. Bond 5.5. Gasper 5.6. Williams 5.6. Gassidis 5.9. That's your defense right there. Araujo, by the way, 6.8. He's also tied with Delgado and Brugman. Those are the second highest rated players, by the way. Brugman, Delgado, and Araujo at 6.8 behind Ricky Pooja's 7.4. Chicharito, 6.2. Vasquez, 6.0. He was the only one with a yellow card. Uh, By the way, I think it was... Who was on yellow card watch? Araujo and Williams, I think, were on yellow card watch. So uh, they did not pick up a yellow. And by the way, Greg Vanning was also on yellow card watch. So either one... So any yellow card by one of those three uh, personnel, they would not have played uh, against uh, Colorado on Saturday, like it matters. Um... Kevin Cabral had 6.0. So um, there's... It's too it, high. Yeah. Too it, high it, it, points. It's way too high. Um, and again, I, I I just... I don't understand. There's only one person that I understand why. Um, but other than that person, I don't understand how you defend this person. I, I don't understand how you defend Cabral. I don't understand how you... I'm not saying rip the kid apart. I feel bad ripping the kid apart. It's not his fault that he continues to play when he sucks, right? (laughs) He's not going to say, coach, you should probably put me on the bench for the good of the team. Like, he ain't going to say that. (laughs) He's like, you know, no player is going to say that. Um, Yeah, but it is his fault that he's not getting better. um, I'm not really entirely sure. I think... This is it. I think this is as good as a player as he is going to get. Whatever the Galaxy saw in him, whatever they thought his potential was, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And they made a mistake. Again, it's not like it's a one, you know, it's not a one-time thing. I he, they made another boneheaded mistake. Um we, we we believe it's Vanny, that this is Vanny's guy. I think he said that he was scouting him. I don't know what he saw in him. Um I, you know, maybe the style of play in, in you know, second division France is going to be more suited for him. Um, where Who was the team? Who was the team that was also scouting him? Uh, apparently it was another European team. I don't remember who it was. No, 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 no. There was another MLS team that 
scouted him. Oh, and was um, about to sign him, and Chicago. then we like beat. The I want to say it was Chicago. I think Chicago's the one that kind of just God, thrown out there. It, or, or Minnesota, one of those two. Is Chicago or Minnesota? Oh, it was Minnesota. I think it was Minnesota. It was Minnesota. It was okay. Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. So you know, there's um, it's a mistake. Okay, and so in in this sense, can I can't fault the kid. Can here. you imagine being the guy? Can you? Sorry, can you imagine being the guy at Minnesota that was like, "This is the guy. This is going to be the guy." And then the oh, dang it, we missed out on him. Dang. Oh, come on, Joe, you got to do better next time. And then you know, it plays and out. And then see what happens, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you dodge a bullet there, Joe. <laughs> you did dodge a bullet, but we're still firing you for trying to convince us this, this was a good thing. <laughs> um, you know, no, I mean, I, I, I can't blame Cabral. I, I can blame Cabral for missing a shot. I can blame Cabral, Cabral for missing a pass. I can blame Cabral for doing some boneheaded thing on the field that messes up a good chance. And to some degree, you know, I, I'm like, I'm at a point where, like, you know what, dude, I don't blame you anymore because that's what I expect. Like, you're not going to do anything with this. It's not something, you know. I'm not expecting anything more from you. This is what you're going to give us. It's nothing, but that's what you're going to give us. Um, I blame, once again, Greg Vanny, who continues to start him and play him as if something miraculous is going to happen. You know, um, this is probably, again, he is... Right now, probably not on the hot seat. Probably should be. He's probably untouchable under Klein right now. Um, but any other coach, any other league would have been gone. And Cabral would have been. I don't think um, that's the case. They're going to need somebody to blame. Yeah. So and they again, don't, they don't I have mean, to answer to, to that. Yeah, probably. Um, but, you know, th- this is a five-year mistake. I can't imagine that he wouldn't be loaned out at some point. But again, um, you can blame Fanny here. But at the end of the day, it, it's another track record for the higher ups. It's like, dude, like you don't have a good track record here. Um, you can point to Zlatan, and that's probably going to be the only, you know, your get. That's it. But you know, um, but yeah, I, I don't understand how somebody can defend Cabral here. I, I don't. I, I don't see how you have faith in him. I don't know what you're seeing in him. Um, I don't know if it's just a blind faith that he's a galaxy player that you just kind of want to go against the grain that if everybody sees it. I have to kind of be the rebel and defend them. Um, I don't get it. Um, you're just as probably blind as Vanny is right now. Um, but um, yeah, the, the guy shouldn't be starting. The, the, the only way I can play devil's advocate here is – if you're saying Costa should never see the field and Cabral should never see the field and Efra should never see the field and Sasha should never see the field, who are you putting in, dude? <laughs> what option do you have? Like, oh, what's the point of you know, having Vasquez in there if he's going to be subbed off? Why don't you just have him as a super sub instead? I'm like, fine. So tell me your starting lineup and tell me who you bring in for a shot in the arm. Both either offensively or defensively. If four players, two of them being DPs, by the way, are not allowed on the field, the devil's advocate here is that once again, like your foundation um, might be good, at, at but you're at this like point, you have nothing. Aguirre, yeah, Aguirre and Jaylen, Perez, Jalen, right? But well, Perez but, is out for the season. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. He is. Yeah. He is out for the season. Um, yeah, yeah that's, like that's, th- that's you bring those guys yeah. In. You bring in Judd, right? And I get that. Like, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're uh, once again, you're 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 throwing the kids into hell. Like, you know, you're going to be kind of brought in. All right, the kids are going to come into play, and if they fail, you know, then we're in the exact same position that we were in. Except that them. now, except that now. You're probably damaging these kids, which yeah. again, like they're, may, they're in the system. They're in the system, so they're already in right. They're, they're, they're already in hell. Environment already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're already in hell. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's almost like a devil's advocate thing. Like, dude, who do you who do you bring in? Who do you bring in? Vanny is just as pretty much as handicapped here as pretty much anyone else. It's like, dude, like you have no no other option. I mean, I mean, when when Ephra came, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to make wholesale changes again? No, I, I mean, mean the, the, how the, many the, the, how many players from last year do we still have? It's the, not that many. It's not. This is all, and again, this is all quote unquote. This is this Vanny's, is Vanny's team. team now, right? Yeah, there's literally no, now. there's literally nobody here. I think Legit was probably, and Araujo was probably the the, the last of the holdout. Everything else, oh, and Chicharito. Uh, th- th- that's it. But I mean, it's not enough to say like, yeah, dude, like Didn't something should have changed. No, Chicha came uh, oh, no, Chicha with Scaloto. Yes, the GBS, that's right. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, th- there's not really much else that you can say. And The, the, the Scaloto skeleton here, because we all knew that he was done anyway. Yeah, and all, I mean... But it all starts, I mean, it all, it all seems to be following the same pattern. You know, like, you bring in, you bring in Scaloto and... He does okay the first season and then, you know, fall short and then does worse and worse. And then same thing with Danny. He comes in, you get a little bit of a shot in the arm and then you get worse and now worse. I mean, you but to say, the same year, so this is worse, the worst year. The, but the GBS thing was, I mean, I mean, it was apparent. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready to, 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 to coach in this style of environment. You know, you you're at Boca. You have players who are, you know, competent soccer players. You right. Know, from one to from one to eighteen. Right. Um, here, you know, we we obviously don't even have a competent starting eleven. Yeah. Um, I, I still stand by what I say. Where I'm like kind of agreeing with Derek Williams when he said this months ago. Like, we got good players. We just don't have a good team. And I, I, I do feel that at least on paper, this team is underperforming. Um, and yeah, they, they've just regressed so much where it just kind of seems that yeah, Greg Vanny has probably lost the locker room. Um, players don't want to play. Um, that's been a problem you know we've seen it like where's the heart they're not playing for the crest and you know and again it's the culture so there's that all right at the end of the day the galaxy um lose a golden opportunity to uh get into the playoffs i'm sorry get into the playoffs get into a playoff I position last, i think the last opportunity uh, honestly I, th- I think that was it i uh, look here's the thing mathematically not really yeah mathematically if you want to have hope Bless your little heart, because um, I had mentioned it. Like, there's a lot of people that were out there, and I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put them on blast. They know who they are. Uh, about how 
win this game, win against Colorado and get three wins out of the next five games and we're golden and we're going to be, you know, it's impossible not to get into the playoffs and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, here I am with the doom and gloom uh, about, dude, tell me a winnable game or tell me, you know, because for all the games where it's like, oh, you could have won. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. you could have and probably should have lost as well. You were bailed out. So, you know, we probably shouldn't even have as many points as we did, right? Um, probably should have lost against Seattle. Probably should have lost against Kansas City. Probably should have lost against Nashville. So um, that you, if you would take away three more points, you actually fall below and you're tied with Vancouver in points in 11th place. So um, the Galaxy have been very, very fortunate to be in the position to still – somehow be in the playoffs and i think i've said that it's like it's crazy that they as horrible as they've played they now officially have more losses than they do victories and yet they have more than enough ample chance to make the playoffs the problem is is that they're not playing like it and they're not taking advantage of that situation now all of us called the season time i did it which was june 29th that was against minnesota when they lost three or two i called the season you guys agreed obviously i'm not sure if you guys are backtracking or you just have like a false hope that hey we're still there because mathematically we're not eliminated and mathematically it's not impossible and it's not a long shot shot in the arm and the push shot shot in the arm three points behind rsl who lost earlier today so if the galaxy hypothetically would to have won this game um, and for the record, I think David, did you have Vancouver winning this game? I know I did. I think yeah, I lost Vancouver. This is my double down. Wait, no, no, your double down was Colorado. No, you're right. I had. I think I had the Galaxy. Okay, maybe a draw. Okay. Um, should that Galaxy have won this game, they would have been tied with points with RSL. They would have held mm-hmm. the tiebreaker for. Uh, having more wins um and uh, they, would they, st- they still they still have a also goal difference uh the first one is wins and if if the galaxy would have won this game they would have 12 wins to rsl's current 11 uh then goal differential is the second tie break or the second time when i read him in head to head um which i believe did we beat rsl earlier in the year i want to say we did i don't remember but i don't know either way we didn't take advantage of it. We still, by the way, have a game on hand on them. So again, mathematically, you're only three points behind with a game on hand. And if you win that game, guess what? You're, at least right now, you're in the playoffs. Um, it also depends on, again, what other things, you know, other results. So here's the way it looks. Three points behind RSL for that final spot. Five points behind Portland and Minnesota. And uh, six points behind Nashville. So uh, you don't play any of those teams with the exception of RSL. You play them later on in the year. I think they have one more game. It's the other It's the other game that I had said that uh, the only other playoff team that they play uh, in the remaining of the schedule. The other one was being Nashville. Um, Seattle is one point behind us. 39 points they also have 30 games played so we do not have a game up um on them colorado won earlier today it's probably the only result that didn't go the galaxy's way uh they ended up being san jose they also have 39 points only one point behind the galaxy but they have 31 games played and by the way we play them next on saturday 
Um, it's a team that we have not beaten nine time, uh, nine tries. They will be playing the third game in eight days, and they went from L.A. to Nashville to Vancouver and back to L.A. in nine days. Yep. This is not going to be an easy game. I don't even see the Galaxy winning this game whatsoever. I just, again, like the Kansas City game, I think what's and the Vancouver game is you're going to hold a hell of a lot of possession. You're not going to do anything with it. And by the second half, you're just going to have absolutely tired, fatigued legs, and Colorado's just going to score. That's it. I think that's what's going to happen. So if that comes to pass... Uh, Colorado would leapfrog us uh, in the standings. Uh, Vancouver wins. Uh, I think they're a little bit behind, but they're 37 points. So one victory um, can tie the Galaxy. The Galaxy still have that um, game on hand with them as well. It's a tough game against Colorado on Saturday. Like I said, a lot of factors that play into that game that just are not going the Galaxy's way. Um, and I don't see a victory in that game. I think a small little miracle would have to happen, uh, or as David said, MLS has to happen because I don't think the Galaxy are favorites <laughs> in this game. If you're, if you think that this is a game that we should win, you're not paying attention or you're once again, you're blind. Um, San Jose, the following week are a sell that's, uh, that's the last home game. It is against RSL. It's fan appreciation night. You ain't winning that game. And then decision day against Houston, who is apparently looking to play spoiler. They beat New England. So um, that pretty much you know puts New England out of the playoffs. Um, and uh, they play LS- LAFC next. By the way, Houston beat LAFC a couple weeks back, 2-1. to one. So... Um, yeah, um, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. I, I again, I, I said it in June 29th. It's I called season just based on the way they were playing, the fact that they weren't improving, and I did my rundown of how the schedule is super easy, and yet the Galaxy are still not making the playoffs, and it looks like it's coming to fruition. Unfortunately. Um, any other thoughts? Mm-mm. Mm, we're going to lose against Colorado. Um, I won't be there. So you, there's hope. You won't be there? I will not be at the game, so there's hope that they might win. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. There's one fun fact, though. I know Lewis is, is saying all that stuff, but Colorado's only won one away game this entire season. Oh, good. So that's one. Oh, goody. One little thing. Yeah, remember when Houston and Ara and what was the other team? Didn't have a road uh, victory. Wasn't uh, it Vancouver? No, because we beat Vancouver the last time, and that was on that home. Mm. That, was, that, that was the game that made me a liar. But, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Vancouver's only won two games. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't remember who it was. It doesn't matter. Who cares? We're not making playoffs. <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else? No, nah, that's it. That's later. it. Yep, that's it. We're... All right, guys. 
Well, thank you for listening. This is Eliezer House episode 274. Saying goodbye, David. Goodbye. I'll see you next week, Sal. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 